Welcome to Becoming Your Greatest Possible Self. I am Chris Burns, America's number one motivational speaker for fiery inspiration and GPS coach for entrepreneurs and high achievers. Each episode, we interview leaders and great role models who make a massive impact in the world to help you master yourself, take courageous action, and make every day your best day ever. We got Logan Sneed coming on here in just a minute, so make sure you stay tuned. This dude has recovered and like transcended seemingly the most like impossible challenges that exist today. And we're going to be diving into how he did that, what he has created himself as, how he's impacting so many people today. It is like a massive, massively inspiring story. So definitely stay tuned. Now, I'm going to talk to you because you're tuning in right here, right now. You're listening to this podcast, YouTube, uh, live stream, replay, whatever it might be. So I just want to say I acknowledge you and thank you for showing up. Thank you for choosing to be here. And whatever the sources of inspiration, of activation, encouragement, growth that you are tapped into, whether it's coaching, live events, tuning into this personal development marathon, whatever it is, I just want to say thank you and keep going. Stay plugged in because that's how you can truly overcome any obstacle, any challenge that is in your way and turn uh, problems into opportunities. Okay, So I'm going to share the iTunes review of the week this week, which is by dblue702. And dblue says, Awesome podcast. Chris is one of the most passionate and driven people I know. His show is a must listen. Dblue702, thank you so much for that review. I appreciate you, man. And if you want to give us a review, go to beergps.com forward slash iTunes or search greatest possible self on the Apple Podcast Store and you can give us a review there. I love to see what you write, what you love about the show, what you want to see done differently. I love that feedback. So thank you so much for giving that and letting us know how we can serve you even more. I'm going to introduce Logan in just a second here. Before that, grab a piece of paper, grab a pen, be ready to take notes because this guy is just a powerhouse. He's going to be delivering you gold through strategies, through his story, inspirational moments that really made a difference for him. So you definitely want to stay tuned all the way through to the end of this interview because one idea has the power to change everything for you. Logan Sneed went from high school athlete and college freshman to a stage four glioblastoma patient overnight. That's terminal brain cancer for those of us who aren't doctors. Doctors told him he wouldn't survive his diagnosis. And even if he did, he'd never have the quality of life he wanted. Logan refused to believe that. Each time someone told Logan he couldn't do something, he used it as fuel to prove them wrong. Today, Logan is a fitness entrepreneur making a six-figure income in remission and is inspiring the world with his story of beating the odds. In his new book, Thank You Cancer, out December 3rd of last year, became an Amazon number one bestseller in multiple categories, Logan challenged us to thank the obstacles that are in our way. In the book, he asks, could you write a letter to your weight, your debt, or your business? Could you thank it for making you grow? Can you find room to become happier, to enjoy the present, and to face the fear and the doubt that has held you back? By thanking our obstacles, Logan says we can become the CEO of our lives and the absolute best version of ourselves. And we are here to rock the house with Logan today. Logan, are you ready to bring it, bro? 
Man, I'm super excited. Thank you for having me here. It's a lot of fun. Dude, (laughs) absolutely, man. Uh, I appreciate you being here and just like everything that you have grown through, man, is just like massive kudos to you, acknowledgement for for what pain that you had to endure, the hardship, the challenges, man. And and, uh, just I, I acknowledge you for the courage and also the fortitude and who you've become in the process and now serving so many people, man. Thank you. It's really inspiring. Yeah, thank you so much, man. It's a journey. I think everyone on here knows it's about the process. That's right. That's right, baby. Okay, so we're going to dive right in, Logan. The theme of today is a foundation of faith. What does that mean to you, a foundation of faith? Yeah, I mean, a foundation of faith is simply me and myself, right? It's me and my dreams, and it's knowing that I have faith within myself and where I want my life to go, and I have to keep in that foundation, right? Now, you're always going to be throwing obstacles. You're always going to be going through different mazes, but you always have to know the foundation of your faith, of the dreams that you have. And for me, again, it's conquering the odds, achieving the impossible, overcoming brain cancer, you know, all these sort of things put together. You have to have the foundation of faith that it truly is possible. And a quote that kind of summarizes foundation of faith up for for, for, for myself is, it always seems impossible until it is done. done. You can always think about it, but until it is done, you'll never know. Man, uh, I love it, dude. And you know, when I think about recovery, when I think about coming back from a uh, a diagnosis or prognosis or whatever it might be that that someone else tells us, it's like faith in something bigger, something different, uh, the way that we want it to be, the version of our life that we're committed to. Like that is, you're a prime living embodiment example of faith, man. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Yeah, I really appreciate that, man. I really yeah. do. Yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome, bro. So I want to let people know what is the work that you're doing today. I mentioned um, fitness expert and inspiring and empowering people. Can you tell us a little bit more about that, bro? Yeah. So I do, uh, I have two businesses right now. One is fusionlean.com where I guide people in developing the best version of themselves through their, through their diet. So it's full, you know, customized meal and workout programs. Uh, And then fitpreneur Academy is where I guide people in building their own online health and fitness business. Exactly how, how I've been able to do that, you know, going through uh, college being being able to drop out and do all this stuff for a living. So, uh, yeah, that's what I do for a living. It all kind of starts at, at logansneed.com is like the root of it all. But yeah. Rocking. I love it. I love it, man. So we're going to go back into the journey because this is, there's so much gold in there. I'm sure our audience wants to know what, what the juicy details of what happened. So, um, take us back, man. I think I, I read that in, in your early days, you had some, like a big, big, bright future. Now tell us about that and then transition into, uh, the, the, illness that you you picked up man yeah yeah so i mean it was i was i always lived a life of just like just a a great life there was never really problems in my life you know and i was you know a good old college kid and i had big dreams of being an entrepreneur and i had dreams of you know just being a big just awesome dude and so i it's random random but i was uh actually at home for spring break and the girlfriend that i was with we were together for four years all the way through high school um, and we were, went to the same college and then we lived in the same area. So we came back home spring break and I was going to the gym one day and I was like, man, I feel amazing. This is just an amazing day, amazing life. And, uh, I was like, you know what? I'm going to FaceTime my girlfriend. And so I just thought I'd be a good boyfriend and call her. And, uh, um, I've never FaceTimed or even done anything like that while I was driving. I never even thought about doing that. And just that one day I thought I'd, I don't know why I did it, but Hey, so I FaceTimed her, and as I was doing that, I was driving to the gym, and suddenly I, ha- I was having a seizure while I was driving. I've never had a seizure in my life. 
Um, so I started slurring my words and she thought I was like playing a joke, you know, just trying to be funny. And I, I knew what I was wanting to say, but it was like, I couldn't say it. It's like the words were out of my tongue. So I was thinking about them, but I just couldn't physically say it. And it was the weirdest thing. Um, so that led to a seizure while I was driving. And thankfully I only drove off the road. I drove half a mile unconscious. Um, and, uh, yeah, it, it was, it was crazy. And so it's kind of to, to, to go forward in the story they had to figure out what, why I had a seizure because I've never had that in my life. Right. Um, so if you scan my, my body, they found, you know, a tumor in there. They, they called it a mass at first because they didn't know if it was a tumor or just a, a mass that just could stay there. Um, so it was a tumor. And so that led to a full brain surgery. Um, the first brain surgeon that I chatted with here in Austin, um, he told me as soon as I met him, he said, hey, you won't be able to speak or hear after the surgery. I just want to let you know that. So it's basically like I'm walking myself in death almost um and so that actually we completely left that that meeting and said you know what we're not working with that surgeon we're finding somebody better um we actually got hooked up with the number one brain surgeon in the world um i asked him that same question i said am i gonna be a little speaker here after this he said dude if i'm doing it don't sweat it i got you it's not gonna be a problem so yeah he literally i mean he basically saved my life and uh full surgery went amazing and you know 100 tumor was removed and so that led to what is the tumor? Is this just an, a mass or is this an actual cancerous tumor? And so um, it came back as a stage four glioblastoma brain tumor. Um, again, for those that don't know, it is the most deathly cancer in the world. It's the least funded cancer in the world, and it's the fastest growing cancer in the world. Um, so that's what it was. And, uh, you know, that led to the diagnosis. And she told me in the, in the diagnosis, she said, hey, Logan, um, I, you know, I don't know how to really say this, but it looks like you only have about one to 10 years left to live. Um, and I was like, obviously that made me feel like I gained probably a hundred pounds on my back yeah. in a matter of seconds. Um, and, uh, you know, obviously my parents with, with the go getting mentality that they've always had, they're like, you know, okay, well, okay, we, we, we get it, but what can we do to help fix that? Mm. Um, and so, you know, my dad was like, all right, well, is there anything he should eat or should not eat or fix something in his diet? Like, what should we do here? And she said, you know, I'm, I'm sorry. We just really can't do anything about this. You know, we're going to try chemotherapy. We're going to try radiation. Um, yeah, you know, we, we just can't do anything here. Uh, and so my dad, he actually said this. It's actually in my book, actually. Um, he goes, so you're telling my son uh, that he could have a beer and a burger and we just can't do anything about this? And by the way, I was actually 20. So I wasn't 21. Wow. And she goes, yeah, yes, sir. You know, that's, that's, that's what I'm saying. So anyways, that, that led to, yeah, I mean, it was, it was crazy, but I mean, it led to just a whole, I mean, to summarize it up, it led to the chemotherapy, the radiation, um, and it basically made me feel that my life was like lost. I almost felt like I was just somebody just taking up air and taking up space that there was really no point of me even being around, you know, um, because who likes enjoying this horrific you know, time like this, like no one does. Mm. And so, um, going through chemotherapy and radiation, I had, you know, a, a girlfriend at the time, uh, she was like, you know, I've, we were together for four years, you know, I thought mm. I was going to marry this girl. Um, and the most horrific time of my life, she actually broke up with me, uh, during chemotherapy and radiation. Um, and that was just another 200 pounds added to my back. And, uh, again, I questioned everything, mm. everything in my life. And so, um, over time, you know, I discovered the keto diet. I discovered what truly could potentially work for me. You know, like it may not work for everybody, but like I just thought in my mind, I said, whatever this thing is, like I, I don't care if it works or if it doesn't work, but mm. I I have to make it work. Like it's either you live or you die. 
you got to go at least die trying. And yeah. so um, I just went full throttle with it. And ever since then, you know, my results uh, for this has been absolutely no tumor regrowth over a four year window. And um, it's been a, just an amazing gift, you know, going through this journey and realizing that it, that it is possible. You can you can find something that will work or you can create something that will work to help mm-hmm. you achieve those things. So, yeah, it's just kind of a, you know, a summary of it all together there on, you know, achieving the impossible. <laughs> Dude. Uh... Uh, is incredible first of all um but i want to i want to know with the diet you changed the diet you changed the nutrition um that you were feeding and fueling your body do you think if you would have done that and i know it's all speculation at this point but do you think if you would have changed the diet before uh the before you started having seizures for example that first seizure that you had if you would have changed your diet do you think that you would have been able to reverse the the cancer growth is that something that you've learned is that something that you've um, discovered because I think we all want to know how can we prevent these kind of negative illnesses and and uh, disasters from happening yeah yeah absolutely I mean a hundred percent I mean my my diet again I this it's in my book about what my diet was and if if you like if you knew who I was back then in my old diet, you would think I'm the last person that would be doing the diet I'm doing now. <laughs> and I mean that in the sense of like, I was having 4,000 calories because I wanted to get nothing but size. I wanted mm. to be the swole guy. I was doing sugars upon sugars, thousand calorie smoothies and shakes mm. and just get me sugared up. And so, mm. um, yeah, I mean, definitely, definitely could have, again, the tumor, I don't know if we, no one really knows, but right. I don't know if it was from the diet, but I do know that I was basically watering those plants right. day by day with the diet, hundred percent. Damn, dude. Uh, that's so powerful. So I, I just, I was curious about that. Um, so you overcame it and then you, you like, you healed yourself, you switched your diet. How did you evolve past that, that point? How did you give yourself purpose? How did you step back into entrepreneurship and giving yourself like bigger targets and dreams over just did you have big dreams when you're going through that like did you say i want to make it through this so i can achieve the big dreams or did you say i want to get to tomorrow like what was your focus yeah that's a good question i've I've always had that entrepreneurial mentality and i've actually um i've always had that dream yeah. and i was actually running a supplement company in that meantime when wow. like before this stuff popped up and so um the supplements that i was you know selling the business was doing actually very well, but it was they were, they're not actually supplements that I could actually take after all of this stuff happened. You know, right, it just wasn't right. best for my health. So when this all happened, I was like, well, okay. I'm like, all right, so do I just get rid of this business and then like figure out what the heck I want to do? And so I was like, yeah, I guess ditch it. Mm-hmm. So I, I ditched the whole thing. And, uh, you know, that kind of just reframed me on focusing my energy on, on this and figuring mm-hmm. out what to do. And so as soon as I figured out what to do, which was the ketogenic diet, mm-hmm. suddenly I started seeing physical results of my own. Mm-hmm. And I saw that and I'm like, whoa. And so I had lost 50 pounds. And so I'm like, wow, I've gotten very, very lean. And so I'm like, this is, you know what? I was like, this is actually kind of different because mm-hmm. this isn't like the generic programs that everyone else is selling. Mm-hmm. This is something I don't even know if people even know about. I was like, you know what? Let's do it. And so I made a business online through this, just showing my results, not really anyone else's, just showing, hey, this is what I'm doing. Like, this is what I'm eating. If you're, you know, if you want to, like, if you want to know what I'm doing or how this works, you know, let me know and see what happens. And so suddenly it started snowballing and people were like, wow, this is crazy. This is crazy. And results came and just the brand came overall. So that's how I look at it in the sense of like, you know, hey, if I didn't have this tumor, would I have made this business? Mm. I don't know. Maybe I would have 
done a different business or not even had my own business, you know? So what, what was it, Logan, that had you choose to not, um, just duplicate the business model and the vehicle, so to speak, and just switch around the type of nutrients that you put into the supplement and, you know, cause you were already successful at some kind of e-commerce. Why didn't you just change it to, um, you know, different nutrients? Yeah, I, 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 I don't know. See, that, I, I'm just, I, it's a hard question to answer because I think there was just something in my gut, in my heart, just saying, Logan, go this route. And I literally had no hesitation at all in me deciding to do this. There was literally not one day that I was second guessing this. And I mean, like, I, there was no, I, like, I didn't even have a structure of like, okay, it's going to be this and this and this. Right. I just was like, you know what? I'm going to be this online health and fitness trainer. I don't know how it's going to work. I'm going to do it. And so, yeah, I just something something in my gut, you know, in my heart, and my mind just told me to do it. I just so did you throttle. did you feel like you could make a bigger impact for people? You like the 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 value of it for your soul, your mind, your spirit, your heart, whatever it is. It's it it was more valuable than to try to rework what you had already done. Yeah, because I think it was yeah, hundred percent yeah on that question, and I and I thought that like I was like you know what. I feel like I'm being generic, right? And I'm not, mm. I'm not saying coming out with your supplement company is generic or anything like that, but I just felt like I was like not copying other entrepreneurs, but I was like, I want to be like him, but right. it was like, I was like, I want to be like him rather than I, I want to be like myself mm. and I'm going to take myself doing this. Mm. And so I figured, okay, maybe this is very different. Nobody's really doing it like this. And I see massive success like this, like it's a huge, like supplements are not a problem, but what I see in like, you know, supplements may be needed by people, but in reality, it starts in the roots of mm. everyone's health is their diet. And I was like, this is a bigger problem. And I need to go help people plant new seeds and not water bushes. Ooh. So <laughs> those proverbial words, man. I love it. I love it. Um, yeah. it is, it is awesome. And I, I hear what you're saying. You're like, Hey, this supplement industry, this business, it, how much of an impact is it actually making on people? If we really want to get to the deep roots to transform someone's life. So the, the value that you can yeah. bring is proportional to the level and the depth of the problem and suffering that someone might be experiencing and someone's lifespan. If you, you know, take supplements, it might change it a little bit, you know, or, or a lot. It depends on, on the supplements. Yeah. Um, but to really go in and rework the, the mindset, to rework the lifestyle, to rework, you know, the whole paradigm of life, that's like, in, in our opinion, I think, way more valuable than any kind of supplement or something that someone can take. Absolutely. 100%, yeah. man. Yeah, dude. I love yeah. it. I love it. So tell us more about um, what the the company, um, this this fusion, what what is the fusion come from? Where did that come from? And what, what would you say was unique about your company that made it different than others? Well, man, I, I, I apologize. I'm not going to give you the most extravagant answer to that. But it was one of those <laughs> things where I was like, you know what, I need a business name now. And suddenly, <laughs> I have no idea. I have no clue how I came up with this name. It was the very first name I came up with. And I'm like, okay. I was like, that's pretty legit. So I just, Usually, I literally just, <laughs> yeah, no, there was no domain that was it. taken. It was hundred percent available. So, Hey, I did it. Um, right. Yeah. It was just the lean, the lean process on, you know, fusing everything together on becoming lean, not only physically, but you know, lean in your life. You know, it's like the, the, the balance of life basically is how I kind of see those things. It's like being lean physically is not where you're incredibly skinny. It's not where you're incredibly overweight. It's like mm. you have a balance of creating overall optimized health internally, 
which correlates physically. So, dude, rad, rad. So I know that that was like <laughs> the big focus for you for a while is to build that business. Is there any other big lessons or things that were were in there that you want to share with our audience? Like that was important as far as that that chapter in in the journey when you were just doing that. Yeah, I mean. Again, I, for those that know who Nick Saban is, the Alabama head coach, um, he always he says this about 100 times a day, they say. He says, the process. He just mm -hmm. says those two words, the process. Because every single day, my, I, for me, myself, right, I'm always like, okay, all right, sales, you know, next week, how, you know, I, gotta, I have to do this next week because I got to grow the brand. But yesterday, you know what? It sucked. I don't know what the heck I was doing. And I always have to say, Logan, it's the process. It's yeah. the process. Yeah. And so I have to stop being so greedy, but I have to be mm. a balanced greedy, if that makes yeah. sense. And yeah. so I say that to myself every single day is yeah. the process. You have to endure it and you have to love it. Wow. Dude, I love it. I hear, you know, I heard the word ambition. Um, I think ambition, some, some people say it's good. Some people say it's not. I, I don't know. I feel like ambition is good to want more, to achieve more, to impact more. Um, and then also like contentment and uh, appreciation, right? Like the, yeah. the being grateful for what is, but also expectation that, Hey, like I, I can get more, I can create more, I can impact more people's lives. I can serve more people. So it's like that balance between those, between appreciating what is and what we already have, like doing that and it's not this or that it's this and that doing that and continually reaching for more challenging ourselves saying what else can i become how how more could i grow and especially you know coaches like yourself to challenge us and say you can do better what is your better yeah. what is that next level for you let's let's work on it together let's team up together and figure out how much can you challenge yourself how much can you push yourself and evolve who, from who you used to be to who you can become yeah and that, and that's that's the funnest part of the process is like you know the end points of like oh i achieved this in reality you know there's amazing goals that i've achieved in my life but honestly you know, I love, I love, I love achieving them, but I, I get the most exhilarated whenever I'm loving the process rather than getting to that destination, mm. you know? So yeah, a hundred percent. I love that. So how, how, how can people who are listening right now fall in love with that process? Cause we, it, it, it almost might even be cliche and heard over and over again, you know, enjoy yeah. the journey, enjoy the process. Like what can we practically do to start shifting that if we don't like really embody that or feel like that's resonating at our heart level yet. Yeah. I think, I think a lot of us, a lot of us can feel lost, mm -hmm. right? Like we may have a success, like you, you, your business may be doing great, but at times you can feel lost of like, okay, like I, I like I, I might, it's doing well, but I just don't really know what to do. Mm -hmm. And so that's what can feel that discouragement of like, you know, oh, I need to get there. I need to get to that, you know, a million or whatever, what I need to get there. Like, Okay, but realize it's it's right now. It's in the process, and so let's talk about what we can maybe do. And so, what I've been able to do is like I've I've felt like that. Like I I can feel like that often. Of like, all right, what the heck am I going to do now? Like I, you know, I feel lost, right? And so, having somebody there, having that guidance, can 100% help that. Um, in you know, finding somebody who's already achieved what you're wanting to achieve, and literally following their footsteps. And even if it, you know, even if it's not a mentor, right? Even if it's just somebody you don't even know, maybe it's just simply youtubing maybe it's simply googling and just knowing that each little task each little puzzle piece is put together to shape that puzzle so you know find those little things that you may have not done it's right like if you do what you always have done you're going to get what you've always gotten mm -hmm. if you do what you have never done you're going to get what you've never gotten 
And so you're, maybe it's experimenting, doing different things. And that's what I would say is experimenting on every experimenting on different things that could take you one step closer is what I would say. Mm. That's, that's beautiful, man. I love it. Um, when did you decide, hey, I've, I've been successful in my own business, in my own um, business, helping people with their nutrition and get fusion lean. Uh, when did you decide, hey, I want to teach this to other fitness professionals to help them grow their business? Yeah, I, um, it's, I, I've, been, I've been in the realm for so long now of the, mm-hmm. keto, the keto area. Um, and it's, it's gotten to a point which, I, which I'm very, very happy it's gotten to this point, but it's becoming very, very saturated. Which is, which is amazing. It's actually good. That means people are doing well. And I thought, you know what? Okay, everyone's now coming over here. So let me kind of go out, but I'm still here. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go out and I can help them. I can take them up to where I was. Right. And so I'm going to bring them with me. And so that's kind of like really just kind of like, okay, I've done it. Now I'm going to show them how they can do it. Yeah. Um, and so that's really what's inspired me because I, you know, I see a lot of, you know, there's even coaches out there who are like, hey, I'll help you achieve blank. But it's like, have you done it yourself? In reality, a lot of them won't express they haven't even done it themselves. And so because I've actually done that, it's given me the confidence that I can help them do the same. Yeah. So yeah. I love it. I love it, man. I think that's that's such a powerful foundation to come from is the integrity of, hey, I've already done it myself. Now I want to help you do the same thing that that I did. Um, I know that there are a lot of even um, there's a lot of fitness businesses out there who need your help. And then there's also also fitness business coaches who help fitness mm-hmm. businesses to grow what would you say it is that sets you apart from those other people yeah i would say 100 percent branding mm-hmm. okay like i i cannot express branding enough and the mm-hmm. reason i'm saying that is because there's a lot of people that you that, okay so there, there's a topic i love discussing it's called the generalist versus a specialist mm-hmm. right you can go find anyone on social media and saying hey i'm a i'm a certified trainer um help people get in shape and it's like, okay, well, you sound like you're giving tips on every facet of life here, mm. which is not bad, but I need somebody who's a specialist in helping me lose body fat, mm. or I need a specialist who is the king of helping me build muscle. Yeah. That's the difference between a generalist versus a specialist in non-branding versus branding, because branding is establishing that message. And that's what I was able to establish is that's why I made it fusion lean, right? Mm. I'm not going to help you become incredibly swole. I'm not going to help you, you know, I, I don't know you know lose or excuse me i'm not going to help you become skinny mm-hmm. but i'll help you become lean yeah and if you want to know somebody who can help you do that that's me mm-hmm. right and so that's the that's the difference right there is branding and becoming a specialist rather than a generalist i love it and i also i know that a specialist gets paid more than a generalist right when you when you have that yeah. niche the, like a brain surgeon right versus a general wellness practitioner a doctor who you you know you'd like your insurance pays for whatever it might be like local uh that that thing no when you have the specialist a brain surgeon you can make like so much more money uh, so i think yeah. that's that's really brilliant dude I mean, it's almost the question too. Is like, would you rather, if you had to have brain surgery, would you rather have a brain surgeon or just a <laughs> surgeon? You know, I'd rather have the brain surgeon. That's just me. Right. But- <laughs> it's like I'm gonna operate on your brain. I've never done it before, but you know, we're gonna we're gonna do our best. We'll, we'll try. <laughs> Man, so I, I love it. I love getting the specialist because you know I think a lot of people are are searching for answers. They're seeking solutions in today's uh, day and age of the internet. There's a lot of people offering guidance and suggestions and it's coming from a good place a lot of it is good intentioned um, but the actual execution
execution on that and delivery of that. I think if people just do a little bit more digging and willingness to, to like do their research, find out about testimonials, case studies, things like that, and really dig in, then they can yeah. find out like who is the real deal. And I think that would, that would prevent a lot of uh, difficult situations and uncomfortable situations, unhappy situations that, that customers and clients might find themselves in. Yeah, 100%. I'm with you. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm curious for you, what, what did you do or how did you show up or what processes did you implement that helped you um, deliver a great experience for your clients? Yeah. So for basically what I did is what differentiated my brand from the others is that, you know, I, I studied, I studied the competition, right? Like I didn't go and try and like, you know, get upset about the competition. I studied them. I learned from them. And yeah. so I found, I was like, okay, I, I bought somebody's program and it, in reality, it was literally just a a, a bland old PDF file that I've, I could have made myself. And I'm like, you know what? This is not worth my time. And honestly, I feel like I'm trying to coach myself rather than him coaching me. Hmm. So what I, what I was able to do is I was able to re-sculpt that in a whole different way that made it super easy for me because I always, I always viewed it like this, right? Like, I'm not saying everyone's dumb, but you have to view your clients super, super dumb, hmm. right? Like they need every single thing that's needed to make something work. They need that guidance. And I was like, okay, I don't know how to do this. I don't know how to do this. He, his program is having me figure this out and this out and this out. Yeah. So I'm going to take this and I'm going to provide those solutions within my program. And I was able to make my courses and my program through Kajabi. Mm -hmm. And none of these competitions, none of them have, have ever used Kajabi, have ever know what that is. Um, and Kajabi, for those that are curious, is the course, the course development. Mm -hmm. So I was able to take a program have it customized out on course to where I'm literally living with these people like physically, right. Just over the course. And so that was able to increase the value and lower my time, right. Making mm -hmm. more money, spending less time. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's really just kind of figuring out what the competition is doing and make it better. You know, dude, I, I love it. I love it. So, um, what prompted you to say, Hey, I got to write a book about this, this cancer experience too. And, and how does that like fit into your overall, um, philosophy and desire to, to leave a legacy, man. Yeah, it's funny. I, uh, I actually have always had somewhat of a dream to kind of do this. And this was even like, even before, you know, but like, I never was like, I never thought it could be even realistic, but I was like, you know, it, it would be cool, but I don't know. We'll just have to see. Yeah. Um, and I actually was one day at, I was meeting with my nutritionist, uh, down here in Austin. Mm -hmm. And this guy, he is, he is, he is a legend. He is just really just amazing at what he does. Mm -hmm. And we were sitting there. He was just like, all right, how you feeling? I'm like, I feel great. And he was like, all right, what are the results? I'm like, no tumor. And he's like, wow, this is honestly very shocking. And so I was like, oh man, I was like, Hey, I'm glad to hear that. And he's like, you know what you should do? He's like, you should write a book one day. And I was like, really? <laughs> he was like, yeah, you really should. Because I don't see how this wouldn't work. And I was like, okay. And so suddenly I actually was sitting in my apartment um, and I'll never forget the day that I did this. I'll never forget. I had just a bland old handwritten journal and I opened the first thing I opened it up and I wrote page one mm. and I literally, I literally, and, and this is the weirdest thing as well. Like I, I, I'm not this like creative, like I'm not this guy who made like the best SAT scores or any of that sort of stuff. Okay. <laughs> but what I did was, is I literally thought of the name. As soon as I opened that book, I thought of it within seconds. Mm -hmm. And as soon as I did that, I'm like, okay, I'm like, I'm like, this is it. And then I, I took a Snapchat of it and I put it on there and I said, I don't know how long this is going to take me. This may take one year. It may take five years. It may take 10 years, mm -hmm. but it's going to happen. And so what I did was I actually hand wrote the whole thing. Um, and so I hand wrote the whole thing 
And I just simply did one page a day for however long it took. And it took me about a year and a half. I took some time off and, you know, just kind of experienced more. But um, I just did one page a day and that was it. No more, no less. One page and, you know, suddenly it just snowballed from there. So, yeah. <laughs> Dude, so it was it was just like you got inspired to write down your thoughts and it just kept happening. You just like, all right, I'm going to write more down. I'm going to write more down. I'm going to write more down. And it's like you just kept showing up and you didn't quit. And I think that's yeah. that's, that's so freaking important, man. Yeah, it, I mean, it's it's definitely a journey. It's one of the, another one of those things. It's like, man – it's like, I can't wait till the book is finally launched. But in reality, like if you're not willing to endure that whole process there, it's never going to be launched. And so that's why I kind of just told myself one page a day, mm. do not go for two. Don't write two and don't write half a page. You just do one page a day. Mm. And if you can achieve that every single day through this whole process, you're going to achieve those goals. And that's literally exactly what I set myself towards. And that's how I was, how I was able to do that. Dude, I love it. I, I want to ask, why did you say don't do two pages a day? Yeah. Well, okay. I'll be honest. I did write two pages <laughs> at some days, at some days, yeah. but I, I, I never wanted to overthink because I think as an entrepreneur, it wasn't, wasn't like an attachment. Exactly. I have to do two today. No. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, I mean like, cause as entrepreneurs, like I, I think, you know, for myself, I can always think of like, I did this, but I got to do more, do more, do more, raise do the more. Bar. And exactly. And yeah. like, we always do have to raise the bar, but realize like, again, you need to be going a hundred percent. Yeah at what's in front of you rather than going, you know, a hundred percent. And then now you're at 50% efforts and then mm. 60%, you know what I'm saying? It yeah. always has to be top notch all the way through the process. Yeah. Well, I, I think that's, that's brilliant, man. And uh, I want to speak to the goal setting process. Cause I think a lot of people struggle with setting effective goals. And uh, I know you're working with, with business owners and entrepreneurs as well. So I'm curious when, when it comes to setting a, a goal that like stretches people, but it's not, it's not too high, but it's not too low. How do you go about that process so that they can like really find the sweet spot and get things done without Ooh. burning themselves out? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I gotta be honest with you. I've set goals extremely high and did I achieve them? No, I didn't. But here's the thing. It's not that I really didn't even achieve the goal. I achieved more than what I thought I could. And the reason mm. is because I've set the goal high. And like you said, I, I didn't do it out the roof to where the world, you know, I mean, it's like I didn't say I'm going to make a billion dollars, you know. And so um, I set I set realistic but high goals. And so let me give you an example, right? Like I call for my for my clients. They call it the 10K crew, where we're, the goal is to help them make 10000 a month in revenue. Yes. And so. A lot of people say, I say, what's a realistic number for that that you kind of think? Well, I, I think I could probably do, you know, five to seven thousand a month. Oh, that's awesome. Okay, well, great. Well, I think I believe we can hit ten thousand. And hey, look, mm. if we don't hit ten thousand, maybe you hit eight thousand. That's yeah. exceeding the goal that you had already set in your mind. And yeah. so, uh, you know, going off of that, I view these things as tunnel vision and tunnel goals. Mm. And that's why I call it the 10K crew, not just being successful and I call it 10k crew because I want us repeating that in our mind every single day is like we're going to hit 10,000 we're going to hit 10,000 again if it takes a month great two months great whatever it is we're going to hit that one goal mm. it's you know he who chases two rabbits never catches one yep. so we're going to hit that we're going to get that one rabbit and then we're going to the next one so um so yeah that's you know how I'd answer that <laughs> I love it I love it man um also like with your journey man I think it's it's so important to let people know like what what were some struggles and challenges and things that came up in your mind because a lot of the stuff that you're sharing is it seems like 
you you overcame things pretty quickly, pretty easily. Like, what were some of the biggest challenges for you through cancer, through building your businesses? Like, what were some of those big uh, adversities or obstacles that you had to overcome? Yeah, I mean, you know, th- th- this part is also in my book, and I think I think it's not that I was, you know. I overcame these things easily. I I simply made a decision, mm. right? And I never wanted to be defeated by these obstacles. I never wanted to be second guessing myself. And I actually have always second guessed myself. I mean, I mean, I'm like, well, gosh, what the heck am I even doing? You know, I mean, come on, dude. You know, and I'm like, oh, Logan, stop. So it's almost like two voices, right? And it's yeah. like, which voice in your mind and your in your heart do you want to win? Mm-hmm. And I always wanted the right mind to win. So that's what so that's what I did. And so. I mean, an obstacle that I kind of went through is I went through some extreme business controversy. Um, I had a mentor in my life who was a mentor of mine all the way through high school and even through college. And he came on and was like, you know, I want to be part of your business. And for, for, for me, I mean, him wanting that, you know, I was like, oh, my gosh, yes, please be part of my business. You're my mentor. Wow. You're successful, like as always. And um, he brought absolutely nothing to the table. I mean, we chatted maybe once a month and invested zero dollars. And I gave him half my business. and. I had to get rid of him. I had to buy him out because nothing was there. And so I ran into the obstacle of like, okay, like here's what just happened. But in reality, like I can look at how horrific that was, or I can say, okay, I learned a lesson from that horrific, stupid decision. Mm. And here's how I can be better from that. And so that's really what I had to teach myself is like, you know, Hey, the obstacles are there, but again, obstacle, the obstacle is the way as you know, Mm. I don't know who's read that book, but the obstacle is the way And because you've, you're recognizing and accepting the obstacle, you're taking that one step closer to achieving those goals. So, yeah. Dude, I love it, man. What, what would you say are the top priorities this year for growing your business, for impacting more people? Yeah. Oh man. What I would say my top goals. And again, this is for people who have their own business, Mm -hmm. honestly, like, yeah, I'm looking at numbers, Mm -hmm. but instead of looking at numbers this year, what I'm going to do is I'm going to look at the success rate. Right. I'm going to find, I'm going to say, I'm going to like, forget, you know, a hundred thousand or five, whatever that is, yep. forget the number and say, I'm going to have a hundred successful clients mm. hitting 10,000, or I'm going to have 200 successful clients. If you have that, that is going to really grow your business. And that's mm. what I'm kind of focusing on is like, you know, don't look at the accumulation of the success, look at the accumulation of the success of your clients. Not, not again, not only because I want them to be successful because, but that's going to help me become more successful. So um, overall, I, I really endure this as a process of going through it with my clients, mm-hmm. changing more lives, obviously, and becoming happy and healthy and wealthy. Um, and it just kind of is the energy altogether, because if you're always fetching for the revenue goals, yeah. but you're not fetching for the, the success of your clients, it's never going to grow. It'll kind of be stagnant. And if you want the business to really grow, then you have to focus on the success of the people that are there right there in front of you. So yeah. that's really my goal and my vision for. I love it, man. I think it's it's also hollow, you know, if you make the the top priority the the money. The money's great. We love money. We love getting paid lots of money. Yes, yes, yes. And if that is the main driver, if that's like the only thing on the radar, then we're missing the picture because like we're in business yeah. to really serve people to make sure that they get those results. And I think a lot of people um, and personal trainers, correct me if I'm wrong, struggle with like focusing on just making the most amount of money. But when we start 
in the beginning, like go produce those results for people. Go focus on that from the beginning so that we can really showcase those testimonials. We have these people who are so mm-hmm. just stoked out of their mind that they worked with us and they're like, yes, use me as a as, as your banner. Use me as your case study. Use me because I am so freaking yeah. happy with the results that I got in my life. I would do it a million times over again because of what I have achieved because of working with you. Like yeah. that's what we want. We want freaking raving fans like that, man. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like, again, question is, would you rather have one person paying you $1,000 or would you rather have 100 people paying you $10? Somebody mm. paying 1000 is going to be fully invested yeah. in their investment mm. to see results. Somebody who's paying $10 is going to look at a file one time and never look at it again. Man. And so they're never going to come back for anything else that you have, have to offer. And so, yeah. 100% with you, man. <laughs> Dude, and I think that's that's important too for people to not treat themselves as a commodity, you know, to not treat themselves as just like, oh, I'm just another service. Like, no, how do you position yourself with branding, um, with pricing, with everything lined up in the business to show mm-hmm. that, hey, I'm not just another coach. I'm not just another fitness professional. I'm someone who's going to like really stand out and transform your life unlike anyone else who you've ever worked with before. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, man. Absolutely. Uh, in terms of uh, a fitness entrepreneur, fitness coach um, standing out in their business, is there anything else that you'd recommend around branding, around growing their business, around really making that big impact? Yeah, what I would say is, again, for, for online, there's you have to view it this way, too. A lot of people, they're posting content mm-hmm. that is not differentiating them. Okay. And so what I mean by that is you can go onto Instagram and you can find hundreds, if not thousands of people posting workout videos Mm -hmm. saying, Hey, buy my program, buy my coaching. And you can go find people posting the same exact thing and it may help grow their page, but you have to view this too. What is the problem? The problem is people's diet. It's not that the work, they can't work out. It's their diet, right? So 80% of physical results comes from the diet. So 80% of your content should be of the diet. Mm. So you have to give that solution to the people. And if they see the solution that you're providing that no one else is, they're going to be interested in what you have versus what somebody else has, regardless of the amount of followers or the amount of, you know, ranking you have, it just comes down to the solution you're, 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 you're showing. And if you nail down that solution and what I call it is if you, again, I think I said, but if you create your secret sauce is what I call it, you know, are you going to help me get super lean or are you like, are you just a tip giver? You know, if you're going to help me get super lean, then yes, I want to work with you. But if you're going to just you know, give me tips, I, I don't. And so mm. that's what I would really say is differentiate your brand by finding that secret sauce mm. and focusing on 80% of diet. Like the, that's the biggest problem and you have the biggest solution. Yeah, dude, you're crushing it with your Instagram. Um, in addition to like having that, that branding on point and delivering like what what's going to make the biggest difference for people like what would you say helps you succeed with instagram what would you say helps differentiate you and have you stand out so that people want to keep seeing your content and engaging with it yeah you know whenever i whenever i make a post right i ask myself i say is somebody going to share this post with Mm. somebody else are they going to share it with a loved one and are they going to save it do they want to see this post again or do they, do they never want to see it again? Wow. And that's a simple question I ask. And if the answer is yes to both of those, yes, they'll share it and yes, they'll save it. I say, okay, I'm going to post that. Mm. And also I ask myself, how can this relate to them in the sense of what, how, how will this make them feel? Will this make them feel just, you know, neutral, like as in like really had no impact or is it going to say, okay, whoa, this actually took me down pretty deep because I know what that kind of is like. 
Mm. Wow. Whew. You know, kind of making them puff and puff for a second. If I can, if I, if I know they're going to feel that, then I'm going to post it. Mm. So you have to trigger their emotions and everything that you are posting is triggering their emotions hundred percent. Damn. Dude, I, I love it. <laughs> I hear um, Tony Robbins uses like swear words to get people's yeah. emotion, right? To to trigger people, to get them present, because a lot of people are offended by swear words. I know in your on your cover of your book, you have the f word scratched out, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right? It says yeah. thank you. Tell us about that strategy, man, because I, th- I think it's brilliant. And by the way, you can swear. Yeah. On that. <laughs> oh, <that's- laughs> so yeah, I mean, I'm actually like the last person, like. People, are, the thing is, is like, people are like, oh my gosh, like Logan, I, I didn't even know you would have that on your book. Like, <laughs> I never saw that. I'm like, well, hey, that's right. You don't see it in me, but guess what? That's why I have mm. thank over it. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I, you know, hey, I just caught your eyes. And I've even had, like, I'm going to be straight up with you. I've had people say, I'm not going to buy your book because it says that. And I say, don't buy the book. Yep. Like, I don't want you buying the book. You know, you're judging a book by its cover yeah. and you'll never actually know why it's called that until you read it. Yeah. And so right then and there, you know, what's going to happen is they're going to be thinking about the book over and over and over and over and over again. <laughs> and then eventually they'll probably buy it. Right. And so it triggered their, their emotions, whether it. it's somebody who hates the name or loves it. And so again, this says, you know, fuck you cancer, but then it says, thank you cancer. And yeah. so, um, I, I really just, I, I just knew that it triggered my emotions of me even thinking mm-hmm. that idea. And I was like, Whoa, okay. If that's going to hit me, I'm like, no way it can't. And I got the idea because everyone there's the, the American saying is, you know, fuck you cancer. It's, mm-hmm. it's very, just kind of like the, and I, I totally agree. But then again, it's like, instead of us being attacked by it, let's go attack mm-hmm. it and face it. And so I just mm-hmm. knew that I'm going into, it's like the fish are going in one direction, yeah. but I was like, you know what? I'm going to be that sure. one fish that goes the opposite direction. And so hopefully the people can come with me. Yeah. Plus, plus the energy of like how we relate to things. If, if we say, fuck you, cancer and cancer is this big weight, this big, depressing, disempowering, overbearing, you know, heavy ass weight in our lives, then we will be Mm -hmm. defeated by cancer because it is like a burden. It is a immovable mountain because a lot of people relate to it like that. They're like resentful. They're like, screw you. I hate you. You took away my loved ones. You did that. Da, 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 da. You did this to my life yeah. versus the energy of thank you is, is welcoming. It's non-resistance. It's, it's love. It's, it's peace. It's like, um, Aikido, which is like going with the flow of the thing. And I think that that's so yeah. important to, to welcome it and say, thank you. What can I learn? How can I be better Mm -hmm. because of this? How can I improve? How can I make sure that this never happens again, that it doesn't happen again to me, that it doesn't happen again to others, that it helps me empower myself and empower others? And I think so many people are victims rather than being in the victory seat and taking charge and being the CEO of your life. Yeah. And, you know, it's it's, it's crazy, too, because think about this, right? Cancer is horrible. I, I wish I never got it. But guess what? I don't think I'd be talking with you right now mm. if, if I didn't have it. Yeah. And I don't think anybody on here listening to it, if, if you know, obviously I'm very, I, I'm very hopeful and believe that this will really impact people of, of us being on here together. But if I didn't have this cancer, I don't know if I would be able to leave an impact to this audience. So anyone listening to this, that's, that's getting an impact. I, I don't know if I would, I would ever, if, if you would ever hear this mm. at, at all. So that's how I view it all as a gift is like, I'm just put on a different route with different, you know, different gifts, you know, with it. Boom, dude. I, I love it. I, I, I really, I hear that too. It's, um, you know, not making it like right that it happened, right? If, if there's tragedy, if yeah. there's trauma, if there's things like that, it's not making it good that it happened. It still sucks, but 
how are we going to respond to it? How are we going to show up in, in spite of that, in, in adversity, uh, in that face of adversity? How do we um, overcome that? How do we heal from it and keep moving forward and not let anything, any, any circumstance that happens to us uh, define us, man? And so I want to dive into the book just a little bit more and tell our audience what yeah. they can get when they get the book, what else, what else will happen, who's it, who's it for, and let's dive into the book just a little bit more, man. Yeah, so the book in general, right, there's more than – I've been through a lot more than just cancer, okay? I've been through, uh, you know, near near depression. I've been through a lonely life. I've been through a lot of social media hate. Um, I've been through a lot of self-doubt. I've been through a lot of low self-worth. Um, I've been through a lot of defeat, mm. right? And so taking all these things together, it's like I've visualized these as all the most horrific things. And I've been able to reshape and grow from each one of them. And now I'm very, you know, just grateful that I've experienced that. And so for people who are experiencing any of those things, loneliness, depression, anxiety, low self-worth, they feel lost in their life. They're going through any disease. You know, their, their, their mentality is low. If you're going through any obstacle in your life and you're willing, you want to push and want, want to know how you can overcome these and you want to know that it's possible, then this is obviously, you know, a book for you because again, I, Basically, at the very end of the book, in, in the in the very beginning, is creating the best version of yourself. It takes more than your diet. It takes your mindset. It takes your belief. It takes your habits. It takes your environment, and it takes your overall, um, you know, what you're doing on a daily basis. And so, um, yeah, I mean, that, that's really how I put it together. It's almost like I've taken a lot of puzzle pieces that are just laying out in front of me. That it's a million puzzle pieces. I just I, I don't know what to do, and I've been able to. I've been able to put the puzzle together. Um, and that's how I kind of, you know, view this book. So, yeah, dude, I think that's, that's so powerful. And, um, what role do you feel mentorship played in, um, giving you a voice, giving you like the, the desire to get on to podcast or write a book to serve people through a message? How, how did mentoring really make that impact in your life? You know, I'm going to be honest with you. I've never legitimately had a mentor. I mean, I, I kind of do now, but I've never had a mentor in this this specific area of becoming an influencer. Yeah. Um, because my other mentor that I had, he was he was just a financial sort of guy. Like, right. you know, he's, he's, he knows how to deal with his money, but he never, he really never knew anything about social media and becoming an online influencer. Right. So I really had to figure it all out on my own. And I view my, in, my influencers as my competition, mm. right? Like if... If I want to do that, like I can 100% learn from them. Yeah. And so that's literally what I did. Um, and obviously, you know, my, my dad has been my just overall mentor in every facet of life. Um, who's kind of been there, obviously been there supporting me through this all. Um, and has never has never put any doubt on this, has never done any of that stuff. It's always learning in different ways. But yeah, I mean, like I said, my, be my best mentors has been my competition. And I just learn in every way that I can. And just experiment. Just get out and experiment. You just kind of have to say, you know, this is me. I'm not going to be who somebody wants me to be. I'm going to be me, right? Mm -hmm. and a lot of people are worried about, like, making a video or they're worried about posting a picture, like, you know, with their niche. Like, it's like, well, my audience won't be interested. Like, it's you. Mm -hmm. People will come. Some may not come. And you have to understand that life is never going to be perfect the way you want it. So. How do you train your um, your entrepreneurs who you work with who are building fitness professional businesses? How do you train them to to not be attached and to still like give everything they've got and to serve with like their full heart and and full hundred percent while not being attached to needing a, a client or a customer or something like that? 
Yeah. Yeah. Again, that's where we start by planting the tree, Mm. right? Again, a lot of people fear those things because they see, they see good looking bushes. They don't want to get rid of the bushes, but they just want to kind of lightly water them. But Mm. they know in their mind, like, okay, we like, okay, just let's be straight here. We have to go plant a new Amazon tree here. That's going to be the biggest and baddest. (laughs) And if we plant that tree and we're watering that, it's going to grow and it's going to grow. And so, you know, over time, I, you know, I I want them feeling confident about their message because a lot of people don't feel, don't feel confident, not because, you know, they're, they're scared of what people are going to think. It's just because they don't even really know what they're talking about Mm -hmm. or they, they feel lost. Right. And so I want them feeling structured. I want them feeling confident and I want them feeling aligned on what they're delivering. And when they can feel that and they know something has worked for them, I help them basically a lot of people have their own story and I help people take their story, reshape it where it's now a message and something that they've experienced they've grown from and so now that they have that confidence they can go express it to the world and know that they're providing a solution they're not providing just you know the hopes of somebody buys their program they're providing a solution Hmm. so i want to change their mind from providing you know making money process to a solution that can get you to the ten thousand. so and and in terms of creating that solution what what do we need to know to like architect to build a solution yeah. So, you know, what, 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 what are some of the biggest problems out there? Right. So some people may say, well, you know, I want to get in shape, uh, but geez, man, I, I got, I got work from, from 9am to, to 6pm. Um, and I, I have three kids. So, I mean, I just don't know how, how I'm going to eat all this sort of stuff and say, okay, so it looks like your, 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 your problem is that you don't really know what to eat. You're worried about eating too much and you just don't have the time. So mm-hmm. time looks like it's a problem. The guidance looks like it's a problem. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to provide you intermittent fasting program where you're just going to eat two meals a day. You're going to feel amazing. So you'll have one lunch and you can go out to eat wherever you want for this one lunch. And then when you get home for dinner, it's going to be a simple steak, steak, eggs, and avocado. That's it. And for your workouts, all I ask is that you get up every 50 minutes of the day and just walk for five minutes. That's it. You don't need to go to the gym. Don't even buy a gym membership. Just do that. And you're going to have time and you're going to see results. And so if you're presenting that solution, in that way, that truly is impactful and they'll be interested. And that's why I, you know, I want people taking, how did you see results, right? Like I asked my clients, like, how did you see your own results? Yeah. Right. And so they answer that and they say, well, you know, I kind of, I did a lot of calisthenics and I didn't really go to the gym and I just did, you know, uh, you know, intermittent fasting. Like, there, there you go. You just said it right there. You solved your problem. Now let's go help other people solve theirs. You know? Boom. Dude, Logan, you're on fire, man. Tip after tip, <laughs> solution after solution. This is, this is gold, man. It's, it's really cool. I know that we're just scratching the surface, brother. So I want to tell our audience how they can stay connected with you. Um, how can they take those next steps with you? What does that look like? Let's give them the, the 411, four, bro. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. To keep it straight up, to keep it very simple, Instagram, if you look up Logan Sneed, uh, I'm there. I'm there 100%. I, I basically live there. Um, you know, my website is, uh, is logansneed.com. Yep. Um, and it'll have links to, you know, Fitpreneur Academy and Fusion Lee and my book, all that stuff there. Uh, but yeah, basically look up my name on all platforms and I'm there. Dude. So, so simple. And, uh, I, I love it. Do you have any like specific programs or one-on-one coaching that, that people can look forward to? How can they uh, take those next steps with that, man? Yeah, absolutely. So fitpreneuracademy.com is, is my business. And uh, if you want to go on there, you can schedule a call with me on where we can go through a strategy session, basically like we're doing here yep. on helping you build, taking your story and building a real brand mm-hmm. that is changing lives and making money. So um, that's what I do is helping them build their own online health and fitness business, uh, changing lives and making money. 
dude, you're you're crushing it, Logan. You're you're a massive inspiration, man. I'm I'm just honored to be a part of your journey, getting this message out and serving more people, especially um, fitness entrepreneurs who are building their business. Because I know it can be difficult to stand out from the competition, but like working with someone like you who's overcome serious difficulties and empowering them to become that CEO of their life, I think is so so valuable, man. So I appreciate you sharing with our yeah. audience and just the the work that you're doing, man. Massive appreciation. Yeah, yeah. thank you so much. Again, I love the podcast, man. It's, it's, it's been amazing and such a big opportunity and I can't thank you enough. And I know people on here just love hanging out with you and going through this process. It's awesome, man. <laughs> thank you, brother. Thank you. I'm looking forward to doing even yeah. more with you this year. Let's rock it, man. And we'll see you soon. Okay, Logan? Cool. Thank you. Take care, From the bottom of my heart, thank you for tuning in. Right now, we've reached the end of this episode, but this is the start of a whole new beginning. Each and every moment, you have an opportunity to rewrite your story. Right here, right now, decide and commit who you are going to be. Think about how you will use these ideas, wisdom, and inspiration to make the difference in your life. What actions will you take today and every day to step into your greatest possible self? Again, a big shout out to our sponsor, EmployeeEscapePlan.com. If you're committed to learning how to truly harness your abilities and passions to serve the people who are hungry and desperate for what you have to offer, make a great income off of your genius, or if you're ready to get more clients to pay you more money, head over to www.employeeescapeplan.com and let Joe know you were sent by Chris. Did you enjoy this episode? Let your friends know about it. Share the website, beyourgps.com and send me some love on social media. If you want to clarify your vision, uncover blind spots, get more energy, tap into your flow and take massive action, head over to beyourgps.com forward slash coaching to schedule some time into my calendar. Now, master yourself, create your reality, and make every day your best day ever. 